Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Heart to Heart. I'm your host, Emma Buggy, a teacher of compassionate communication and active listening. And that is what this episode is all about. Listening with empathy. What is empathy exactly? And what are those other ways that we often respond to our friends and our partners and loved ones when they share what's on their hearts with us? So today is actually episode eight in a series of introducing and exploring compassionate communication. And today we start the second half of this series where we will explore the topic of listening together. So listening to ourselves, listening to other people, listening to what it is that us humans are really trying to say to one another. And so for today's episode and for the coming episodes on empathy and listening, I will be joined by my dear friend and colleague, Christina White, as the two of us dive into sharing our joint love for the subject of empathy with you. All links that I mention on this podcast will be available in the show notes, as well as a list of feelings and needs, which you can use at home. And they can help you to get familiar with the vocabulary of the heart, the language of the heart. And if you would like to know more about the work that I do, or to understand more about compassionate communication, or NVC as I call it for short on this show, then you can visit my website at www.empathart.com. And whilst you're there on my website, you can actually sign up for a deep active listening session with me personally, where I will listen to you in a similar way to what you will be experiencing and learning about in today's session. Okay, so I'm really excited to introduce you guys to my dear, dear, dear friend, Christina, who is really a wonderful person in my life. I met her through various NVC courses that we've done together uh, in Slovenia, and then um, she's assisting currently the year course that I'm studying uh, with Joram in the Netherlands. And uh, she's been doing a few different courses in the world of NVC communication, and I also believe trauma-related research. Or is that true as, as well, Christina? Uh, it's an, a definite interest of yeah. mine, not a speciality. Yeah, we share this yeah. interest in researching. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess um, we've kind of already done a little check-in, but I still would love to have just a sort of quick 30 seconds check-in each of how we're doing in this moment before we go into talking about empathy and why we're both so passionate about it and hearing Yay. a little bit about how you how it touches you in your life. So, yeah, would you be up for doing just a very quick 30-second check-in? Sounds great. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think I, I mentioned this before, uh, but I, I feel a certain tension like in my stomach, uh, and my solar plexus. Um, 
And it's a really familiar tension to me. Like I get nervous doing something for the first time, more than nervous, mm-hmm. really scared. I'm, I'm often quite surprised at how long I can resist doing something for the first time. And this is the first time I've been on a podcast. So, uh, yeah, I'm really trying to breathe into meeting my nervousness where it is. And I'm really excited to try something new. Yeah. So that's me. Thank you, Christina. (sighs) Yeah. I notice uh, as I hear you talking about that nervousness, that yes, I recognize it also in myself. I I notice that I have nervousness around timing and uh, and clarity and yeah just every time I make this podcast I have this longing to be clear with my words I so want my words to touch people in a way that nourishes them and that brings them learning and understanding and that is easy for them to listen to and uh, it's getting easier each time, but that's always there at the beginning of every podcast. Yeah. And there is excitement. I, I see myself smiling when I look at you because it's like, oh, my God, I'm spending time with Christina. So that's whether we use the podcast or not, whether we record it or not, then I'm already enjoying that experience of, of spending time talking about something that we love. Yeah. That's me. Thank you. (laughs) So, Christina, I wonder if you could tell us about why empathy is so important to you before we go into what it is and what it isn't and the technicalities or the experience of it. Why is it so important to you? Yeah, um, I would love to. It might sound a little dramatic, but I would say that I feel like empathy saved my life. Um, Yeah, I I went through a period of pretty significant depression and felt very alone, um, as people often do in depression, and very disconnected. And when I was introduced to NBC and started experiencing sharing empathy, being listened to really was the, the beginning of, of what was most comfortable for me. Um, listening was a, was a little bit harder in the beginning, but being listened to, uh, in a way where I did not have to provide any value to be seen or understood. Like in, in my experience, our society, our family, our religion work in the Western world often asks us to bring value to be considered worthy. Mm. And this was something that lived really deeply inside of me that in and of myself, I did not have, value that I needed to be something to someone to be worth being alive, to be worth being loved. 
And this space of being listened to empathically, where someone is meeting me right where I am in this moment. And sometimes it could be incomplete silence. Sometimes it could be me talking about my stress around grocery shopping or like, or my deepest pains and tears. It, it's wherever I really am in that moment to have someone listen to me without any expectation, but just meeting me right where I was. Uh, it really transformed me slowly over time that some sort of self-confidence was built in me. Um, something came alive that had been asleep for a really long time, which was this inner inner glow. I don't know how else yeah. to describe it really. Um, and it really changed my inner messages of I'm not good enough. And I think that that is, that's the main reason that I'm so passionate about it is I can see that after a certain number of years of being listened to in this way, I am a completely different person. Yeah. It's really, really changed your sense of self-worth. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if also, because when I was hearing you speak about this thing of like, I am good enough, I have value, and it's, it's brought you this confidence and, and like light and joy, I guess, in being. Is it something like that? Yeah. Yeah, without, because there's no expectation yeah. of me. I don't have to do anything to be worthy. All I have to do is be me. So you can be f more fully authentically yourself and yeah. it's okay, whatever that looks like. Like, so there's also this acceptance there as well. Is that, is that also part of it? I wonder. Absolutely. Yeah. Like any part of me is accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Just expressing myself and not being rejected like these inner parts of me that are, are like so scared or worried, like when I'm finally vulnerable enough to share them with another human being mm -hmm. and they don't turn their back on me. They don't give it, give me advice and tell me, Oh, just do it this way and you'll feel better. Yes. Uh, it's so precious. Yeah. I noticed that when you mentioned that, like I felt so touched, something like really jumped in my heart. And I think it's because like, as I've mentioned in other podcasts recently, I'm, I'm personally going through such a difficult, difficult, painful period in, in my own life. And, and like, it's so true for me right now that that it's really painful when I go out into the world and I don't want to, to lie when people say, how are you? I don't want to say, oh, yeah, I'm fine, because then I would rather not be there in that conversation. Like, like truth and authenticity is so important to me that I would rather say, like, you know what? I'm really feeling quite shit. I really resonate with that space that you've talked about around, like, self-acceptance and also feeling safe to to share and to be heard and just to to be all the colors of who I am. And like now I feel safe to share shame and guilt 
which are feelings that I just kept to myself and let them eat me up inside. And it's yeah. such a, a, like a sense of freedom and oh, like I can take off this cloak. I can take off the mask. I can take off any of the expectations or the, and just fully be myself, like you said. So I, I really resonated on, on those points. It really touched me personally in my experience of why I love empathy so much as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. To go yeah, deeper. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if now would be a good time to go into an example of what empathy is. And maybe we could also do an example of what sympathy or opinions or non-empathy looks like and then talk about it a little bit afterwards. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So shall we just start with an example so that the audience can hear? <sighs> yeah. So in this moment, I feel uh, a little a little tension in, in my stomach. And yeah, I'm hearing again the computer. It's making sounds and I so want the sound quality to be good in this podcast. I, I've bought a new microphone and I keep setting up the system and I'm really still learning how to do this whole recording thing technically. Uh, I find I'm frustrated in this moment. I really want it to sound good. I want the experience for the listeners to be really, you know, easy to to listen to. I worry that some people would just turn it off if it doesn't sound good. Yeah. And also in, in, in the way that I'm speaking, I want them to really capture the essence of what I'm talking with about with ease and, and clarity and that it comes across nicely and smoothly to their ears and to their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like uh, this podcast is, is really what you're sharing is so important to you and, and you so long for it to touch other people the way that it's touched you and that you would really love for your contribution to others to be as easily received as possible, that it really, really meets people in all of their needs. Is it something like that? Yeah, yeah. And that it's something that they will want to come back to rather than going, oh, my God, she's not professional. Listen to that sound quality or mm -hmm. the way she's describing it doesn't make sense. Uh, I won't listen again. Yeah. 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 Like you also, it sounds like really want to build an ongoing relationship with your listeners and are continuing to find ways to improve what you're offering as much as you can so that that ongoing relationship is built and, and people can trust not only in the content of what you're sharing, but 
that they will be able to relax and enjoy it while they're listening. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and particularly this point of an ongoing relationship and actually it's relationship that I really, really long for with my listeners because it's Mm. something that I create. I put my heart into, it goes out there and I, I only get to hear back from one or two people, which already really fills me up, but there's actually a deeper longing to, to hear how, and if this touches anyone, and if it doesn't, if there's room for improvement, like I, I, it's, it's a, it's a technical online out there version of me sharing what I'm passionate about. And in the real world, the physical world, I would receive feedback. Whereas here, it's much less likely that I receive feedback and I feel alone in, in that place. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a little lonely not knowing how, how technically it's coming across. Mm -hmm. Is it meeting people in a place where they're enjoying it Mm -hmm. fully, where it's easy to listen to, where they like the content and, and that it's a learning experience Mm -hmm. for you. Uh, Something like that. You're open to more feedback and. Yeah. So I will stop it there because I I noticed within myself that I'm really almost forgetting about the podcast and could so easily go further because it's so touching me in so many delicious ways. Um, That's the beauty of empathy. So that was an example of empathy. And now we're going to do the same thing again, a quicker version And Christina, would you be up for doing an example of giving advice or um, sympathizing with me instead of empathy? Yeah? Absolutely. Okay, great. (sighs) Yeah. So, yeah, I notice I'm listening to the computer and I can hear the sounds coming from the computer and I get frustrated because I really want this to have good sound quality. Did you try just putting your computer up on something? Is it the fan that's making a lot of noise? If you just prop it up and give it more airflow, it probably won't make noise. Yeah. Well, yeah, it probably is that. And at the same time, I still feel frustrated because it's like I'm still working out how to do this properly. Like I'm not a technical person and I really want my podcast... It's totally fine, Emma. You're doing it fine. Really, I think if you just breathe and relax, like you'll, people are going to love it. Everyone's going to love it. I know I've been really nervous about doing things like this also. And, and when I finally get whatever it is that I want to share out there, the responses are so much more supportive than I think they're going to be. Like, I think you'll just find that People are going to love it no matter how you put it out there. Okay, so that was an example of um, advice giving and sympathizing, kind of a little bit of reassurance and sympathizing um, instead of empathy. And I guess I'd love to share first how it was for me to receive both and maybe how it was for you to to be offering both. Um, so for me, I noticed with the empathy, 
like you, 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 you heard how easy it was for me to just keep going. I really relaxed into that place of being listened to. And that really helped me to go more deeply within and, and check what is it really about. And I got to a much deeper layer of what's really happening for me. I got to this vulnerable place of feeling alone in the podcast and wanting a relationship with my listeners. I, I don't know if I would have gotten there if I didn't have that presence and feedback from you. So that was so, so delicious. I, I relaxed into and had this letting go experience of the tension and the frustration and this real, my body kind of responded with a sense of relief from the resonance that I was receiving through your words. Yeah. Nice to hear. Very sweet. And how was it for you to, to listen as an, an empathizer or with empathy? Um, it, was really relaxing. It was uh, very much following you in your relaxation, entering your body, being with you. I, I really kind of lost a sense of myself in a way. I mean, I'm still physically here, but uh, yeah, it's a little like riding a wave. Mm. I like that image, riding a wave. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, I'd like to share how it was for me to receive the advice and the reassurance. I actually mm -hmm. noticed that because it was something technical, the advice was kind of helpful because I was thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I could prop up my computer and get rid of the fan sound. And at the same time, it took me away from what was really going on. I mean, with the advice, there was no way I was going to get to that place of feeling alone and wanting to relate and have that relationship with my podcast listeners. Um, no way would I have gotten there with a piece of advice. So in one way, it was helpful in terms of technicality. And in another sense, it didn't go to that deeper place. Uh, and I noticed with the, with the reassurance and the um, sympathy, I immediately lost my sense of self that part where I was sharing from vulnerability, I went into hearing you and your story. And then there was even a moment of irritation that came up that was like, I haven't finished yet. I have something else. And okay, now it's about your story and your thing. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give up. So there's this little disappointment there um, because there was something vulnerable coming up and, it kind of got cut short um, in that moment. Yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing. For me as a listener, uh, I noticed in the advice giving and reassurance, uh, unlike this wave of relaxation, I felt more tension, like there was a job I had to do. Uh, I needed to help you and, and fix, like I was sympathizing with your discomfort, mm. not wanting to experience it. So I wanted to figure out how to make it go away. It created a certain kind of urgency in me yeah. uh, that is uncomfortable. And I think that's where the 
okay, do this, try that, it's going to be fine, comes from is my own discomfort. I really appreciate you sharing that, Christina. I think that brings us to this place where maybe with just a few sentences, we can say the differences, which I guess we've already done, but the kind of technical differences that there are between empathy and not empathy, because not empathy is many other things. It's not just advice giving or sympathy or reassurance. It can be many other things that we won't necessarily touch upon all of them today. But for me, it's anything that is taking myself away, um, taking myself away from the person that I'm listening to and going into my own story, my own mind, which can include me wanting to fix, me wanting to help, me wanting to do something because the focus is on me rather than focusing on the other person. The focus is on what do I want from this experience rather than how can I be in this present, quiet space of hearing the other. So it comes from a more energized, active um, role of doing rather than being. I love this. I think that's a great definition. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything I would add to that. Uh, being with another person in their experience. So somehow, I guess, just to add a little quality to what you were saying, uh, that empathy for me is really being not just with them and a witness to them, but putting myself in their shoes Mm -hmm. really fully, not just in my thoughts, but really my heart is there. Like, what is it like to be this person in this moment, Mm -hmm. to be with them in that way? It's like a true accompaniment. Yeah, like inviting yourself to walk next to them along this journey, this road that they're taking you down. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I yeah, and putting it for a little, a little finer tuning, but I like to, I like to add it, just as like a, um, as like a road sign, a a, a map of something to follow, like a little beacon for what empathy can be. I really appreciate that we've done this part of introducing um, empathy and what's not empathy. And before we move on, because um, I'd I'd like to give a little action step to people. Before we move on, I just want to make a little clarification here for people so that they understand uh, what part we've looked at and what's coming up. Does that work for you? That's great. Yeah. So we've just, today, we've really just modeled and introduced the absolute basics or the essence of what empathy is. We haven't given you any tools yet. We haven't gone into the how-to or 
what we, what it is that we're actually doing or not doing when we're in empathy. And we're going to do that in the following episodes that we'll record together. So I just wanted to give that little piece of reassurance because I imagine some people would be like, okay, but how do I do that now? <laughs> how do I walk down that road with the other person? Um, and so I guess what we could do is start with an, with a small action of noticing. Maybe you want to describe what people could do just to start noticing, to start moving towards empathy between now and the next time we uh, give a little more info, a little more structure to, to, to how they can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first thing I'd like to say is that there is no right way or wrong way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I just think that's important and probably going to be hard to remember. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why it's nice to be reminded over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, in the beginning of learning to listen, and I imagine listening will be the first step for a lot of people because they might be alone in a non-NVC world mm-hmm. and just learning to listen to people around them in an empathic way. Um, it's about slowing down and noticing or observing what's going on in them when they listen to people. Mm. So if you're talking to your spouse or someone at the grocery store or on the street, a friend, slow down whenever you can remember to and notice Oh, do I feel an impulse to interrupt and say something? Like, is there a part of me that really wants to help them with this problem? Do I really want to reassure them that it's all going to be okay? Which is perfectly normal. It's how we're all trained. Uh, but to take notice of those times and just breathe and sit with it and maybe say something like, wow, I really notice how much I really want to say something in this moment. Isn't that curious? This in itself is a huge, huge step to be able to unfuse from this training that we have of needing to provide value in our relationships. Yeah. The value of giving advice or opinions or somehow bringing ourselves to every moment in some way other than listening. Yeah, so I really appreciate the way that you expressed that because also I imagine for those listeners who have been listening from the beginning of this series, they might have some resonance or remembrance of that time when we talked about um, observation and noticing um, when we were talking um about how we can start to observe or notice our bodies and our feelings, how we can start to observe and notice our thoughts, our judgments, our reactions. So it's really the same thing. They're not needing to do something different or new here. It's the same as that step, but how can I bring it into my relationships, my conversations with people, and when someone is sharing something vulnerable or even just sharing something with me, can I start practicing um, can I practice turning on that, 
that noticing switch, you know, of, oh, okay, I'm wanting to give advice. I'm wanting to say something, to reassure, to et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah, sometimes even just noticing that the impulse is there. Yeah. And I, I also would really like to remind people that noticing before it happens isn't even necessary. Yeah. Like make progress to make. And, and I, I feel a little hesitant about using this word progress. It feels so judgmental. Uh, transact- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but to deepen the practice, I guess, yeah. uh, another thing I noticed when I was beginning was that I, I didn't see until afterwards mm. that I had interrupted and given advice or shared my own story or like the impulse is so strong mm-hmm. or it was in me anyway, so strong that oftentimes I didn't notice it until a couple days later and maybe there's some sense of insecurity I had around the connection. And if I looked back on it, it's like, oh yeah, I interrupted them right in the middle of this thing they were saying. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that. And I noticed the feelings that come up around that. Yeah. And, and this noticing and observing really does create, it's, it's magic, the space that it creates. It's so simple. Yeah. But it's really such a magical foundational practice. Yeah. And I love that you say it's foundational because for me, it weaves into every single aspect of self-awareness, of um, relating and communicating in this way with compassion, uh, of self-expression from a place of honesty, Um of even being with my jackals, which we've mentioned in other um, episodes, or those judgments that I have, or those thoughts that I have towards myself and other people. Noticing is absolutely at the foundation of all of it. And it, it's, it's woven in, and it comes back again and again. It's something that I always want to return to. So it's such a valuable thing to, to practice for me as, as, as often as I can. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that you bring in the other practices that have happened so far and weave them into this. And, and one that I really got my attention was the jackals. It's nice to, to remember that you've had this noticing of jackals because I find in this practice for myself and it still happens all the time. Uh, that a lot of jackals come up Yes. when I think that there's a right way to do it. Like, yes. oh, I want to give advice. That's wrong. Judgment, judgment. Yes. Or I really wanted to listen without interrupting and I didn't do it. And so I judge myself for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and any myriad of judgment about something you want to do and don't wind up doing can can come up in learning this Mm -hmm. practice in all practices. Mm -hmm. And so that's also another thing to be with, to notice, to observe, Oh, my jackals are barking. Yeah. And then it's also possibly an invitation. Like if I notice that my jackals are barking, 
maybe I can use this as an opportunity if I have time and space and a curiosity about it to start practicing bringing together my NVC skills that I've been learning on this podcast. So I make my observation, I write down my jackal, I notice how my body's feeling as I as I hear that jackal towards myself, what's coming up for me. And then I could have a look at my needs list and see what is it that I'm really longing for in this moment. Maybe it's acceptance, maybe it's embodiment, maybe it's growth, maybe it's connection, whatever it is that comes up for you. So there's another invitation for deepening if you would like, if you notice your your jackals coming up uh, whilst you're noticing as you listen to people. Yeah. So I'm now thinking um, we've come to the end of what we wanted to do today, haven't we, Christina? I think for the introduction. Yeah. So I just want to say I'm super excited for where we will go next on this journey of introducing empathy and practicing together. And I'd love, as I usually do at the end of every podcast, to finish off with a, a little sharing of how you're feeling now, any needs met or unmet, like a celebration morning of, of this podcast for about a minute uh, each. Okay. Yeah, I notice myself, uh, I have a smile. I'm pleased that I took this step of doing something that was quite scary to me. Um, and I also notice a little bit of uh, like tension in my throat. Like, oh, like I would love to know that it, I did okay. Like this part of me that wants some reassurance. And I want to go underneath that And really underneath that is this huge smile and enthusiasm and like, I love this subject so much. Uh, I really, I really want to share it. I really want everybody in the world to know how much fun it is, how rewarding it is. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that's where that reassurance comes. Like, I, I just really want it to be uh, something other people get to experience. And, and like, how can I be a part of that? Yeah. Thank you. I feel complete. Thank you, Christina. Oh, I'm just being with your sharing at the moment and uh, resonating so much and almost every word that you said. <laughs> I'm going to start my minute now. Yeah. I notice excitement in me. Um, there's like this playful, exciting energy that's like, let's do the next one. <laughs> and my mind goes to like endless strategies of things that I want to do with you because 
I so enjoy the way that we work together around NVC and empathy and and in general, actually, how we share and are in flow with each other. And I remember other projects we did recently with the Global Festival. And I'm like, yeah, we're Dream Team. So I have this positive judgment of Dream Team. And I think that all those thoughts feed this excitement that's in me now that's like, yay, I want to do another one. Yeah, I really, really, really celebrate um, the beginning of us um, sharing empathy together on this podcast. Yeah, that's me complete. Thank you so much. Thank you. I I loved hearing you share. I really was with you in your excitement and resonated a lot with everything that you said. So... Thanks so much for inviting me, Emma. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks to everybody that made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Even those that only made it to the beginning, but you wouldn't hear the part. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So next week's show will be a continuation of this week's show on empathy, as Christina and I will dive deeper into the subject together. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Emma Buggy is my name, or if you like, you can choose to join the practice group where I upload videos and activities for you to do and we practice as a community together. And that's at Heart to Heart Communication NVC group. I'm going to write a link for you in the show notes so that you can easily find that. Or you can also visit my website, empathart.com, where you can find more information about what I do. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, you you can also sign up for a free active listening session with me personally, where I will sit and listen to you in a similar way to what we've experienced hearing about in today's podcast. And finally, I'm a little shy to mention this as I so enjoy creating the show, regardless of money, it meets so many needs for me. And yet money does support me in making this show possible, as I really hope to use it to get this podcast out to more people via advertising and also to buy better recording and sound equipment. And so only if you would enjoy with the same joy as a young child feeding a hungry duck. That's a wonderful quote that I get from Marshall Rosenberg. So if you can do it with that same joy as a young child feeding a hungry duck, um, donating some cash to help with the flow and the advertising of this podcast, then you can also do that um, by donating via my website at empathart.com slash podcast. So thank you in advance if you do decide to donate. And also if you do not donate, your listening this far already supports me in so many ways. It really meets my need for confidence, sharing, growth, contribution and community. So thank you listeners for listening to this show. And I look forward to sharing with you again with Christina next week.